The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. How many smoke shows are going to be down there, you think? There has to be a couple smoke I shows. I think we're going to have a beach full of smoke shows. It'll be scorching. Scorching and blazing. Fire. I mean, blazing paradise. 10 alarm blaze. The guys down there should be scared. We're two smoke bros looking for some smoke shows. What do you say? I say we got to go find those smoke shows. Worst case scenario. We don't find any smoke shows on the beach. We the two, yeah, the two smoke bros can walk into the sunset together. Exactly. So, well. welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It just didn't feel right last week, only doing an episode after the Tuesday episode. So here we are, Monday and Tuesday. We're coming at you tonight. I'm joined by Morgan, who you might know from TikTok and Instagram, at Morgan P. Talks. She covers reality TV, and she recently interviewed Michael A. Hi, Morgan. Welcome. Hi, Julia. Thanks for having me. You just talk about all the stuff that I like to talk about on on TikTok. And actually, my friend Callie, who's on this podcast on Thursdays with me, although she'll be on tomorrow, Tuesday, she sends me your Instagrams or your TikToks. I don't, I don't understand TikTok because I'm old and also it's like too noisy for me, but that, but thanks to Callie, you're here today. So thanks for joining. Well, that's good, right? That means I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How did you get into reality TV and covering it? Yeah, well, honestly, I've always just really enjoyed entertainment, pop culture. Um, I work in media, like my technical nine to five, I work on a morning radio show. So I'm always talking about pop culture and music and when I was in quarantine, I was working from home. I was, you know, doing a morning show from my apartment and I live alone. You know, I'm 28. Um, everybody else in my apartment complex is like in their 70s. So no, <laughs> nobody was coming over to hang out with me. So I really was just binge watching a lot of TV. And at that point, TikTok was really getting, you know, Take it's it yeah, it's footwork. And, um, I remember one day I just made a TikTok about the housewives and it blew up. It got like 1.4 million views. And I was like, huh. And at that point there wasn't a, a whole lot of people doing that. And I was like, you know, I, I really could just take what I do every single day of my life and repurpose it online as most people do. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, they say that, you know, you've, you find your passion when work doesn't really feel like work. Yeah. You know, people will be like, oh, please, Morgan, you just watch TV and talk about it. But it is a lot of work to like sit down and dedicate your time. Tell me about it, Morgan. And energy, you know, to watching all these shows and keeping up with it. But I love it. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I watch every Bachelor episode twice, and I still get things wrong all the time. So, and I take notes, and I still oh, twice a one a two hour episode is so much, and the fact that they're giving us two uh, two hour episodes a week, I'm like, why? It's a huge, why? huge, huge commitment. But <laughs> uh, you know, it's all, all for love of the game, as they say in sports. We're gonna get into tonight's episode, which was honestly a delight. Great episode of Paradise. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> who are your like who? Just so we know, like, who are you pro and who are you against? I'll just say this is a very biased pro Thomas (laughs) podcast. Not many out there, but I also I was just listening to him on talking it out with Mike and Brian. So I'm going to sprinkle in some some Thomas facts as we get into that a little bit later. But anyway, who do you like? Okay, yeah, I don't hate that. I'll just throw that out there. I'm like indifferent towards Thomas. I really don't love him or hate him. I feel like we just haven't seen anything to him besides what other people say about him. So I'm like really just wanting to put all that BS aside and like get to know Thomas. I'm hoping that we get to do that within the next couple of episodes. I mean, kind of cliche, but I just am obsessed with grocery store Joe. If he doesn't end up with Serena, I need him to be the bachelor. Like I was just saying that as, but when you were coming on the zoom, did you hear me say that? No, too? no I didn't. Oh my, I was just saying to my producer, Kaya, I hate grocery store Joe, but it's not really because I hate him. It's just like, I feel he embodies everything that's wrong with dating in America and maybe the world. It's just like, he's just a regular guy. And like, he's just like hot shit on TV. (laughs) And it really, and I just feel like, whatever, we can get into that another day. But I agree with you. He's maybe our best candidate for Bachelor right now if him and Serena don't make it. I just like that kind of um, humor that he has. I don't know what it is about grocery store Joe. He just makes me melt inside. But I even <laughs> I even thought that way his first season of Bachelor in Paradise. Like, I truly don't know what it is, but I'm definitely shipping Serena and Joe. I don't love really anybody else at this point. I need like more from them. And Mm -hmm. I know we saw tons of breakups tonight, which is good because it is going to start to shake things up. Um, But that's really the only couple that I, that I like so far. I also hate Connor B. Why do I hate Connor B? I I hate Connor B too. I'm really glad you brought that up because today on this podcast, we are going to go over the, uh, all the breakups. We're going to go from like, well, we'll yo-yo back and forth between least surprising and most surprising. And we are going to start with, it's really a love triangle pod. And we are going to start with Connor, Marissa, and Riley. And I'm going to put this firmly in the least surprising category because <laughs> I too hate Connor B. Like, also, I know that you posted about this. Connor B, I think we got to throw him into the wrong reasons conversation. Can you tell us what's going on with Connor B? Yeah. So basically, Lance Bass went on Nick Files, the Vile Files podcast, and he said that as Lance came in, Lance had watched some of Katie's episodes, right? Because, you know, they're all filming while the season is still airing. So the guys that were on Katie's season aren't getting to watch it back. They don't really know their edit. They don't know their storyline. So long story short, Lance was like, yeah, when I first came in, Connor came and said, what's up? I told him I've watched some of Katie's season. And like the only thing that Connor was asking Lance is, did my song make it on the show? Did my song make it on the show? (laughs) And I'm like, no way. The guy that has a ukulele like glued to his chest at all times wants his music to be on the show. I did post about it on my TikTok. And this is what makes me dislike Connor B even more. He commented on that TikTok. Oh my God. What'd he say? And says, IDK, kindness is free. <laughs> Give me a 
freaking break, Connor B. And first of all, I didn't even like give my own opinion about it. I really just said what Lance had said. And I'm just like, if you are that upset about people making fun of your guitar playing, whatever, like it, it 100% comes with the territory. You have to be ready for that. And if you're upset over that, you, you do not have a thick enough skin to be on the bachelor franchise of all franchises. I totally agree. But a couple of things about that. First of all, you actually weren't making fun of his, his music. I mean, which, which if you were, it would be deserved because his music sucks. It's just like, it's like <laughs> just, it's just like the most basic jingles. I feel like also, I don't know. I can't, I can't play the ukulele or guitar. No, I can't play any stringed instrument instruments. Although I guess piano technically is a string instrument, but I haven't done this as a kid. Anyway, you weren't making fun of his music. You're making fun of the fact that he cares about his music. So also Connor, maybe like, you know, grasp the nuance here. And moreover, it sounds like he's very, still very focused on his music career and not really thinking about, you know, how he's coming off or, or whatever. Also, I don't know. Kind kindness is free. Like, what is that? Like a rejected lyric or something? Yeah, so, I have so no annoying. Idea. I mean, people were roasting him in my comment section. So I'm hoping that it was more directed towards them than it was to me. But it's just so funny because I post that TikTok. And then we watched this latest episode. And, and what was the quote from him? I'll be the douchebag by the campfire with my guitar. And I'm like, clearly you you're self-aware enough to know that people aren't going to enjoy seeing that every single time that you're on TV. And then, you know, his outfit that he wore, (laughs) that was like his tits, like the two toned. I think that was a romper. If I, if I was, (laughs) I was looking very closely and I was like, I think that's a one piece item that he's wearing. You don't wear that. If you're just trying to like blend in and find love, like obviously Connor, Connor's playing it up for the cameras. This man wants to be on TV and like, okay, he's on TV. Good job. But like, Thomas is going to be accused of being here for the wrong reasons. I think we need to talk about Connor as well. Justice for justice for Thomas questions for Connor. (laughs) Absolutely. And I just can't, you know, he is very upset that things didn't work out with Marissa. As we know, she kind of left him for Riley, but did he really think that things were going to work out between him and Marissa? Like they're just not on the same playing field. I know. I know. I, uh, I th- do you think Marissa should have told Connor B directly when he asked about her night? Like when she got back, what, what time she go? He's like, what time did you get back? And she was like two 30, which by the way, I heard does not match with the timing that Lance gave on Nick's pod. That's correct. Right? Yes. Cause I think Lance said that they got back at like 4am or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she could have been more upfront, but I also am one of those people who, if it was me, I would try not to hurt that feeling, that person's feelings as much as possible. And I feel like she probably was just trying to soften the blow Yeah, because I mean, Connor is very sensitive. I mean, clearly from everything that we have discussed up until now, like, and the fact that Katie called him a bad kisser and now he's getting rejected in paradise. It's it's like a lot of blows to the ego. So maybe she was just trying to soften the blow, but it's like 2.30, 4 a.m. What does it matter? It makes no difference. It's true. It's true. Also, she doesn't really owe him anything. They just met. Like it's only right. been like a few days or whatever. I love when the when the people like either by accident or, you know, just by necessity drop in like something like some kind of time marker. And so when Aaron was like, I've been working, I've been like talking to Tammy for a week and now you come blown it up. I really appreciated that because I'm always wondering how much time it actually is. And it might not actually be a week, but I was like, okay, this is at least how, how they're thinking about it. But I, uh, I also thought that Marissa 
she just seems like so happy with Riley. So I, I don't know. I was, I was happy for her. She apparently she got a lot of um, slut shaming last week for going to the boom, boom room, which is just like so messed up. These yeah. are adults. If they want to have sex, let them have sex. And what do you expect? You're watching Bachelor in Paradise. Like, this isn't Christian Mingle, you know? Like, (laughs) if you don't want to see people hooking up or, like, excessive drinking or literally have their butt out the whole entire time, Bachelor in Paradise, not the show for you. Not the show for you. Although they don't show the butts. Demi's butt was (laughs) got the black box quite quite a bit. (laughs) Quite, quite a bit. I think the other thing that I was sort of surprised with Marissa and, and Connor... I didn't think they had a big connection. They seem like fine. There's no one copping to like just going for the friend rows this season so far. And I like when people admit that it's like, it's fine. Just make out while, while to make it worth your while. And then when someone you actually like comes along, there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like people are being like both nice and cutthroat. It's kind of a weird combo. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like we can all see from a mile away that Brendan is not that into Natasha and, and like, that's a friend Rose, right? But she just is not reading the signs that are so apparent to the rest of us watching TV. And it makes me feel bad for her because I think that she's like one of the most beautiful girls out there and she doesn't even need to try. And she's so smart and funny. So I'm like, Natasha, go find somebody better. That's a tough one to watch just because we all know what's coming. Yeah. But are Brendan and Piper still together? I can't tell. Seems I, like they are, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I've seen pictures of them together as recent as like last week. So. All right. Demois, I think, posted that actually. Yeah. Eeks. The, I also, I was like for a long time, I was like team Brendan's handling this well. And Brendan is not a fuck boy. Like he actually seems like he's being somewhat straightforward and honest for paradise, but then kissing Natasha, I was like, eh, that's leading her on. And it was an awkward kiss. Wasn't yeah, it? It was, like, it was really awkward. Kind of came from nowhere to see Natasha, like happy about it. I was like, Oh, like you shouldn't be happy. That's not the kiss that you wanted. Totally. Also, I feel like really feel for her. There's nothing worse than like spending a lot of time with a guy having to be really flirty and then like not trying to make out with you. It's like worse than being rejected after you hook up. It's like a pre hookup yeah. rejection is awful. So I felt really bad for her. And because it doesn't, does that really happen? Like if somebody is so into you and they like want to form a relationship with you, are they really trying hard not to kiss you? It doesn't, no. it doesn't happen. No, it just means they don't want to be in a relationship with you. Right. And they might like you as a human, but I, poor Natasha. Doesn't seem like it's going to go well. Also, you have to wonder what we're not seeing uh, like from Brendan and Natasha because it, to us, it's like so clear that he's basically holding out for Piper. But like, what's he actually like on the island? They're so, on the island. <laughs> They're in Mexico. <laughs> Imagine like it's lost or something. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot of questions. I still would just like love to understand moment by moment how these people spend their time. Like, what do they do all day? Because you can't do anything. You can't read. Just to, like sit in the sun and get baked. Not with this weed, with the sun. <laughs> right. And I mean, he did say to Natasha, you know, when she like questioned him, you know, I've had deeper conversations with you than I have Piper, which to me says that they like may have already been, you know, not necessarily like hook up, hook up, but at least been somewhat physical. That's just where my mind automatically went. So you, you, everyone sure. just knows that he's waiting for her to walk down the steps. It's rough. Let's move on. Most surprised person to be broken up with this week. It's gotta be Ivan. That was hard to watch. Ivan. 
Oh my gosh. He was so blindsided. Weren't we all blindsided? But this is my favorite part about paradise is like life comes at you fast. You know, know. one second you are locked in. You're the hottest couple on the beach because Ivan and Jasenia were 100% the hottest couple on the beach. Definitely. And, And I was confused. She's like, Ivan and Chris, Ivan and Chris. I'm like, who the hell is Chris? I have to to say, I I thought when I saw the coming attraction, I'm talking like it's like 1994. When I saw the preview for next week, I thought that was John from Katie season. I did not realize or remember that there was a Chris on Claire and Tasha season. So I apologize to Chris. My bad, but um, nice to meet you. That was quite an aggressive entrance from someone no one knows. And he knows that no one knows him. So... This, the lower third of smoke bro is pretty funny. Oh my gosh. And I was thinking the whole time, if I never in my life date a smoke bro, it will be <laughs> the best thing that has ever happened to me. It was like way too much between Chase and Ann Chris. I liked that Serena was like, yeah, every girl wants to be called a smoke show though. I agree with that. <laughs> I, I agree I, too. I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know why that was so bad at the time. I can't believe that was so long ago. Feels longer than it was, but, um, yeah, so Ivan was just like, you knew it was bad news when he was talking so earnestly to the camera about how strong their connection was and how he's sure that they were going to stick together and she wouldn't go on a date. And I really felt for him. I love Ivan. I, I like, I don't know. It makes me nervous about about Ivan. Like, is he really boring? Like, I don't, I don't know. She was like, because she said he checks all the boxes, but there's no spark. But with Chris, there's spark and she doesn't know about the boxes yet. And um, that's alarming. Yeah, you know, I feel like every girl that like is dating a guy kind of wants a little element of like the bad boy and Ivan has none of it. You know what I mean? Like not Except he's, he's so co- he's so cocky though. Do you think? Yes, see, definitely. I don't I don't I don't see him like that. But I'm also looking at the episodes in the lens of okay, if Jasenia is not with Ivan, then Ivan is our next bachelor. So it mm-hmm. makes me like feel a little bit better because a lot of people I think wanted to see Ivan, you know, after Clarentatious season. And I don't think I would hate it, but I need a little bit of edge. And Ivan, I don't think has enough edge. I agree. Although I I do love Ivan, but like, would you rather see someone like Ivan or someone like Andrew S? Like Andrew S seems to be a little bit like spunkier and yes. honestly just I think more fun. I agree with that. I really like Ivan. I really like talking to him. He seems smart. He was on this podcast back in December or January, whatever it was. And I really liked him, but he's sort of like chill. Like he seems like he'd be fun to hang with and like go out for drinks with, but I don't know that he can sustain 12 episodes of a television show. Right. Carrie, the biggest reality TV show, you know, in the, yeah. in the country. <laughs> He's already been shown up by Chris, the smoke bro. <laughs> yeah. And nobody even knows who Chris is. So that's not a good <laughs> sign for Ivan. So Chris came down to the beach with Chasen. They came in together. Apparently they're best friends. Chasen claimed he didn't know that Chris was going to be there. Did you believe that? I do. I feel like a lot of things that, uh, Chasen probably doesn't get the memo a lot of times, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like he's in his own little world. And you know what? He's fun to look at. And he's in his own little world. We'll put it that way. Oh, man. It's true. It's true. He he also just seems like very into himself as well. But uh, so then Chasen and Deandra and Chris and Jasenia go on a date. It is a double date. And it's a, a bachelor classic. It's like 
the ta- like the tantric sex, yoga sex, whatever date. Except this time they're like blow the men are like blowing on the women. And um Jacenia <laughs> was really into it. So it was Deandra, I guess. But I feel like Jacenia was more surprised by how into it she was. Do you like the like sexually overt dates? Like as a viewer. I mean, yeah. you know. Um honestly, I'm like a big like prude magood so it makes i hate it but that's just me because like oh i feel like oh i shouldn't be watching this and i know that if i was on that date and there were cameras in my face i would really hate it yeah Um, i mean it's it's pretty awkward like i i give them a lot of credit for for making it through and being able to like enjoy themselves at all because it's these people don't know each other also they're on the same bed like that it was like the size of a California king bed, I guess, maybe yeah. a little bit bigger. And it's like, at least give them separate mattresses. I thought that was maybe one of the more bizarre parts of it. Yeah. And like my first reaction was like, oh, well, maybe if it was like a double date, it would be like less awkward, more funny. But the fact that they are on the same bed, literally inches away from each other makes it feel, uh, I mean, Gross. you yeah. yeah, you know what we're all thinking. It makes it feel yeah. like, you know, it is what yeah. it is. It's like they seem to enjoy themselves. It seems like everything was consensual. So that's great. Mm -hmm. But like if you're not comfortable with that, I mean, that's a nightmare. I mean, uh, it could really it could really go wrong. But I'm just glad that everyone seemed like they enjoyed themselves. So that's the most important part. And um, both those couples seem to seem to hit it off. I was kind of surprised by Jacenia and Chris. I I can't really tell like what their spark is. But hey, I'm not the one who got blown on by uh, by Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Time will tell. But I, I swear the strawberry too. like, if I had to see them eat one more strawberry and end up kissing, they did it like two times. I'm like, okay, yeah. one was enough. You guys yeah. we're done. <laughs> I feel like she had way, way, way more fun with him than she did with Ivan. Poor Ivan. I think that she like respects Ivan, but just like, he's just not that fun. Yeah. For her. For her. <laughs> and then the best part about chasing just means that like, hopefully there'll be less Carl coming our way. Where do you stand on Carl? Yeah. You know what? Coming into this season, I was open to Carl. I felt like he needed a redemption story because at the end of the day, like the stuff that he said with Katie was right. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't wrong. He just was a little bit annoying in the process of doing it. And I thought, okay, well maybe they just gave him a really bad edit. You know, maybe they wanted to give him that villain edit, but he is just He's just annoying, isn't he? He's so annoying. <laughs> of everyone there, he's in my bottom two of people I'd want to spend time with. Absolutely I was, I was, not. He's second to last. I'll reveal my my last later. Okay. But he, I just, he's a tough, tough hang. And DeAndre should have copped to like just going for the friend rows with him too. Like just call it out, people. Yeah, you, because you know, everybody around you knows as well. There's no way that Deandra is leaving paradise engaged to Carl. Like it's just not happening. 0% chance, literally zero. He's, I hope to never see him again. Like, I don't (laughs) want him on paradise in the future. Like I, he's just, uh, all he has for him is the shadow boxing, I guess. Yeah. And it was funny that he didn't really know Jason's name. He was like, Jason, Jason, whatever. (laughs) He's a character. We'll put it that way. Yeah. And I, Deandra, I think, has been a pretty good narrator. Like, I think she gives a lot of good sound bites. She's been great at addition to this season of Paradise. I'm looking forward to seeing more. I don't really see her with Chasen, though, either. I feel like she just kind of is is using people as placeholders. Uh, but hopefully we'll see a little bit more with them, you know, as the season continues. Yeah. One thing you said was that Carl was right. And by that, do you mean that he was right about Thomas saying whatever he said on Katie's season? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he pretty much said what everybody else later kind of brought up, but he just was more vague. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, well, somebody's here for the wrong reasons, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm going to say. He basically just didn't call out his name. But then two episodes later, everybody was saying Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. So it's like, can you, can you be mad at him? I guess for staying vague that that's like really the only difference I see. And I guess during Katie's season, it caught, it caused her more doubt than it brought her clarity, which I think is where it gets bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's going to bring that up to her. It needs to be something that's going to make her, uh, time easier and not harder. And unfortunately it kind of backfired for him. I ask you because last week when he was like apologizing to everyone, I was like, what's he apologizing for? Like, what did he do to them? Maybe apologize to Katie as we saw on the men tell all, but like, I don't really get what the problem with Thomas is. And then, you know, he, I, I listened to him on, um, talking it out with Mike and Brian and he was saying how, like, he didn't know you weren't supposed to say that you thought about being the bachelor. Like he didn't like get the memo and Brian and Mike, like, they got it. They were like, yeah, if you haven't really watched the show, you don't know that you're like not supposed to say that. And honestly, I recommend listening. You learn a lot about Thomas. He talks about his previous relationships. Very, he tells like a really sad story about how he thought he was going to be with his girlfriend forever. And she was pregnant and then they suffered pregnancy lost. And then he also talks about like growing up being biracial and like what it meant for his grandfather to be in the military as a black man. And like, it, it definitely like, it's a, it's like a full picture of Thomas. Yeah, it's cool. Side. Yeah. And like, he just comes off a lot, a lot more authentic. That's how Callie put it to me. Callie is the biggest team Thomas fan, but I don't know. I'm just sort of like, what did this man do other than like, kind of be honest. And it's, it's sort of funny how, I don't know. They just like hate him so much. I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And I think something that I always remind myself when I'm watching it back is how, um, you know, these guys just got eliminated from KDC's. Yeah. It's not like months have gone by and their, their feelings have had time to kind of like die down a little bit. It's like they literally had this big blow up two weeks later. They're on a beach uh, under the same circumstances, right? They're trying to find love. And it's like they're going to automatically revert right back to the feelings because it it hasn't been enough time. But also it's like every single person that gets on the show thinks about becoming the lead at some point. Like you are a moron if you, if you think or say other word and you're just not being honest. So it's like you said, and I was just so annoyed with the three of them. Who was it? James, Trey and Aaron. Like just let it freaking go because at the end of the day, it only makes you guys look worse. You know, all the girls were like, these boys are so like petty and annoying and dumb. Like if you don't like the guy, stay away from him and leave him alone. Seriously. Also like someone can like Thomas. That's it's funny watching group think happen. Like in, in real time, you're just like, everyone turns at the same time. And also everyone like breaks up at the same time. Like it's sort of like, it's sort of like there's only one way things can happen. I, I like seeing everyone describe the beach as like an absolute tire fire and Serena yeah. being like, we've got Hurricane Taj. And, and I, I really enjoyed all of that. She's, Serena's a good narrator too. I, I'm loving Serena this season, even though I don't understand grocery store Joe. <laughs> That's okay. I'll understand grocery store Joe for you because what, I just What is sense. it about him? I don't know. And I think that's like, that's like the draw. He just is charming to me. I, I find him, I think he's really funny. I think he's cute. I think that he 
like when he likes you, he likes you and like yeah. makes you feel special. And I mean, I like, I don't know. I geek out watching it from my couch. Like if I was that <laughs> girl, I would be like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? But I never liked the super macho hunks. I kind of like the scrawny, goofy, still cute. I mean, he's not, sure. he's not ugly. But he's he's not, you know, with the with the intense washboard abs playing sure. football on the weekends. <laughs> so you're saying you're not into Tyler Cameron, basically. I'm not. I'm not into Tyler Cameron. <laughs> I'm not. Would you like Tyler as The Bachelor? I don't think that I would because I don't believe him either. You know, I don't mm-hmm. believe that he's ready to be someone's husband either. And I think that was pretty apparent when he started dating Gigi Hadid. And, you know, especially two years ago, right right after Hannah, you know, we see him (laughs) one day leaving Hannah's apartment. And then the next day he's with Gigi Hadid. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, But no, I just, and and who would buy a a book about relationships from Tyler Cameron, who has had a six month relationship at the longest? Who's buying the book? Who's buying the book? I don't know, but it's available in airports, which I only know because him and Matt James Instagram about it, which is kind of wild. Um, I desperately do not want Tyler to be the bachelor. I'll be way, 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 way too jealous of all the girls. So it, would, it would get in the way of me watching. So I do not do not want him to be the bachelor. Uh, I do think grocery store Joe is a good pick, even though I'm, I'm against him. But it's almost like because he's like an every man that I actually think he would be good. Yeah. Like Matt, Matt was like so special. Like Matt is like so fit, so handsome, so wonderful. I do think that Joe would actually be good. But I, I also think Andrew would be really good because I think Andrew would have a great time. Like, I just feel like yeah. he, he would love it. So I don't know. I think he, he'd he be a good pick too. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Let's go back to the beach. Sorry, I always I always take us on a detour. What's okay. Thing I- one thing I forgot to mention, I was just thinking when we were talking about Natasha and um, Brandon was Lance Bass's sit down with Natasha. I thought that was like pretty weird. Like, does he do that a lot? And this is the only one we're seeing. Were things slowing down? Like, what's your explanation for why Lance just popped in to give Natasha a pep talk? 
Yeah. I thought that was strange too. And I also, you know, last week Lance was with a group of girls. I think there was like four of them at the breakfast table or something. Yeah. He was like, tell me what's up. Yeah. And I just feel like, look, Lance Bass, Lance Bass is an icon. Like nobody's, I don't know. Your face kind of says, I don't know. No, <laughs> do he like is. Lance? But, I do like, I do like Lance Bass, but I am a diehard Backstreet Boys partisan. So uh, okay. Okay. A little, a little hard for me. I know, but he, he is an icon. It's hard. It was hard for him to come in after David Spade because I feel like David added so much. Crushed it. He cr- was he so crushed it. Funny. Joe Dirt absolutely crushed. I loved it. And then to have Lance come in, all he does is sit and talk, like gossip with the girls. Just kind of felt and like being on the date with Riley and Marissa. I was so not into that. Yeah, you have to be able to make those moments like funnier and, and like. Imagine David Spade in that moment would have been a totally different scene. Like it would have been hysterical. So I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't love the fit. If they wanted to go the more comedic route, I would love to see David Spade there. Me too. He just crushed it. I just like that David Spade and Natasha would not vibe. Like, even though they don't need to like be dating, I just like, (laughs) even for that pep talk, I just don't think that Natasha would be into his like, kind of sarcastic energy about yeah. her relationship when she's like very earnestly confused about what's happening with Brendan. So that's like the only plus for Lance. But again, like what has Lance been doing? Does he play golf? Does he actually hang out with them? He's like, it's been so great getting to know you. Like, how did you get to know them? I'd love to see that. Like, what is he talking about? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess moments like that and, you know, moments like the Connor B thing that we talked about earlier, where you have these like side conversations. I feel like there is a lot of stuff that we don't get to see. And, um, especially with these rotating hosts, like everything is kind of uh, in trial phase right now. So maybe they did try to have Lance be more of like a friend and a therapist, kind of like the whole Tasha Caitlin thing, but we just didn't, didn't get to see any of it. I would love to see more. I want more like behind the scenes stuff. I actually even wanted more of Wells, which I almost never find. But I, <laughs> but I actually, David Spade gave Wells so much purpose. I was like, oh, okay, I could get down with this. And, yeah. and I actually would have liked it if Wells was the one who did every rose ceremony, not just the one. So. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like with David and Wells, it was like David was there for the comedic relief and Wells was there to be that person to talk people through the relationships because he was on the beach, you know, as the bartender the whole time. So I feel like that made a lot more sense as opposed to, you know, Lance coming in a week later and kind of doing that. It just felt kind of odd. Yeah, seriously. I'll miss you, Lance. Who's next? I think it's um, Titus Burgess. Yeah, I think it is Titus. I don't have like any association with him because I haven't watched Kimmy Schmidt or I think anything he's been in, but I can get down with that. Sure. I, I love the little John voiceover. Love. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, right? To just hear a little John every single week. I'm waiting for that moment that he so, walks down the steps. I want them to do like some music trivia though, because like Serena and Abigail and like Marissa, like everyone who's 26 and under they were barely conscious for like Lance's run at success and little John, they were only a little bit older. Like that was only like five years later. Right. So I'm just like, do they care about these people or is it just us? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like now this could be a lie. So don't, don't take it as fact, but I feel like I did see on Tammy's Instagram or maybe it was Abigail's one of the two where they did not know the NSYNC song whenever oh. they were playing it, like for Lance to come down. It's yeah. gotta be Abigail. Yeah, I feel probably. like Tammy would know and sync. I mean, 
I hope so. Also, I think Tammy, I don't know. But yeah, she, it seemed like some of these people there like didn't really care about Lance. <laughs> yeah, and I was just yeah. like very confused. Lance, I remember racing home from school to watch uh, TRL to make sure I saw um, tearing up my heart. I mean, I just like loved, <laughs> loved the boy bands, but I really Backstreet Boys partisan, as I said, and I'll often discuss back to Thomas for a second. So Thomas and Tammy and Aaron, Aaron also seemingly shocked by his, by Tammy making out with Thomas. I like this. I like Tammy being in the center of attention, first of all. And I also just like that. She's sort of like, fuck it. And just, she's just going for it. And Aaron's being lazy. Do we see him putting in a lot of work with Tammy? I didn't see it. No, I didn't either. I just think that he should have tried a little bit harder. In general, I think the guys need to try harder, especially the ones from Katie season. They seem like they don't really get it. Yeah. And also, I don't understand the issue with the other person. Like, shouldn't your issue be with the person that you're like in the quote unquote relationship with? Like, why is Aaron going to be mad at Thomas? Thomas has no allegiance to Aaron whatsoever in I mean fact, they hate each other exactly so it's like oh I'm gonna sit there and think about how I can make Aaron's paradise better easier whatever no why take it up with him I feel like if you should be mad at somebody it should be Tammy because yeah. clearly like they were not on the same page so I just feel like Aaron uses any any opportunity to come at Thomas to come at Thomas it seems like he does that for screen time and not to be too cynical but like this can't be the totality of Aaron's personality. There's yeah, got to I mean, be more there. Very possible. <laughs> but it seems like that's like all he like. It's like the only move he has in his toolkit is to get into fights, and so he just keeps going back to it. I mean, <laughs> maybe not, but I do. I do like hate when guys just get really into like hanging out with each other and like don't pay attention. I used to feel this way in college when like the guys I was friends with would like play video games all night. I'd be like, this is so boring. Can we please <laughs> do something else? And I feel like it's kind of similar with some of these dudes. They just get like really into like their own drama. Mm-hmm. And to your point, Trey and Aaron in particular, like they just got off of the bachelorette. So like, this is still very fresh for them. And so, and also they, they probably haven't even really experienced that much fame yet. Like they're probably way more famous now than they right. were when they went to Mexico. So it's interesting that they're just like much more invested in like narrating what's happening and like what's going on on the beach than actually pursuing their own relationships. And I mean, Trey, is he putting any work in with Tajwan? I mean, we saw her screaming into the ocean. I love her. I love she her too. Is so, love. She's such good TV. And the fact that we've only really seen her, like, I mean, she was on last season, but, but not a whole lot. And then I don't even remember her on Colton season. And she just is such reality TV, like gold, gold. but I just don't see her with Trey either. And, and like you said, Trey and Aaron and James, they're always just running around together. I feel like those three could go home. Hopefully, hopefully this next episode. Well, I don't know who Taj mom will give her rose to if it's not Trey. That's true. So so he'll probably stick around. The uncle thing, can't get over it. It's super weird. I mean, I just can't (laughs) believe that happened. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I would love, I need to like hear from the uncle. Also, I hope that the uncle is on Old Bachelor. Like that would be great. (laughs) He could be the Old Bachelor, in fact. So Absolutely. (laughs) Why not? I was, uh, I was glad to see Thomas getting some action though. I like, would like for him to stick around. Though, Though we know he does because I believe him and Becca, we saw them making out in a teaser. So that's pretty big. Thomas getting with the bachelorette. I mean, good for him. I know. It. And imagine the heads will explode on the beach when that happens. I'm sure. 
oh my God, definitely if Aaron's still around, he'll he'll lose his mind. But Tammy must give her Rosa Thomas then, right? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the to be continued. And, you know, after because we do know that Aaron and Tammy are going to have like a sit down and it doesn't go well. Tammy is like in tears. I feel like she might have that like realization moment or whatever, you know, that, oh, I I actually care more for Aaron. And I was just maybe testing the waters. Maybe she was trying to get a reaction out of him. I feel like why else would you do that? 10 feet away from the person that you're yeah. seeing unless you're doing it deliberately. So I don't know. I, I don't know, but I don't even know who else would give Thomas a rose or who else would give Aaron a rose. Here are the people who are kind of uncoupled. And by the way, we'll get to the main event. I know we haven't talked about Kenny and Mari and Demi yet. I just hate Demi so much. She's my person. <laughs> I would at least want to spend time with. I cannot stand her. here. Here are the people who are kind of like not so deeply coupled. I think Tajwan, mm-hmm. even though she's allegedly with Trey, Tajwan, I'm not sold on Deandra and Chasen. So I think Deandra. I mean, Tasha. Natasha? Yeah. Yeah. Natasha, she's definitely her. Who are the other women that are, that are just sort of like up for grabs, for lack of a better term? Um, We, we just haven't really seen a lot of Abigail and oh, Noah, yeah. so I don't know how serious... They are. I mean, just probably pretty serious because we haven't seen them. Yeah. All right. Jasenia. <laughs> Clearly not all that into Ivan as we thought that she was. Right. And then the guys who were just like, no idea. It's sort of like Aaron, Trey, James, Ivan. I'm going to throw Ch- Chasen and Chris in there. Yeah. I could see Ivan going home and him not getting Rose. Although, like, if you're Tajwan. Right. And let's and Jasenia gives her Rose to Chris who, by the way, reminded me of Salt Bay when he came, when he was coming down to the beach. And <laughs> yes. he was like, so there's just a little dash of me in Katie's season or whatever, or in Claire's season. That was very like Salt Bay of him. Very 2018 or whatever year that was. Anyway, <laughs> if you are Tajwan, why not jump from Trey to Ivan or something? Or like with all these shakeups, there's an opening for you, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I would do that personally, but you just never know. There is so much that you don't see. Yeah. So who knows how things are with her and Trey, really? Seriously. All right. Last love triangle of the day. <laughs> Kenny, Mari, Demi. Now, I am not a Demi fan. However, Mari made literally no, no, no sense whatsoever. I That was sort of like pretty galling. I It's going to be tough for her to watch that back. Yeah, she definitely put her foot in her mouth and then tried to act like she didn't put her foot in her mouth and it just Kenny wasn't having it. But I do feel like Kenny is using the jealousy tactic because I don't feel, I don't feel like he like, I I don't know. I don't feel like he's ready to really cut the cord with Mari. If everything that he said about her was true, you know, that they were like really connecting. He hasn't connected with somebody this fast. I feel like he just got his, feelings and his ego hurt a little bit and he wanted to show her like, okay, well then screw you. I can do whatever I want and I'm going to show you. So I didn't love that from Kenny, but also like I said, Mari kind of put her foot in her mouth. I just think play the jealousy game, whatever playing game sucks, but this is paradise after all, as Demi will tell you going to the boom, boom room, basically the same day. That's cold. Yeah. 
If I were Mari, that would be like a, that would be like, we're done. That would be a no coming back from that. Like, that's crazy. I, that made me like legit sad for her because she's clearly invested in him. I think that she, my take was that like she wanted to be able to, to like get more attention. All these people are just attention mer- merchants. It's like, <laughs> how much can we get? And so she, even though she didn't really want to necessarily go on a date with someone else, she wanted people to be interested in her, which of course we all feel that way. She just actually verbalized it. Maybe we don't all feel that way, but I think it's a pretty (laughs) natural feeling. Everybody on that show at least feels that way. Yeah. It also makes me sad for just humanity. Like Kenny at age 40 is going to do that in one day. Like, are we all just so doomed? And we are Morgan. Yes. 40 years old. And that's how he's going to act like, no. Well, I think there's, other indicators from Kenny, who seems like a really nice guy, no shade, but it seems like maybe he's not the same kind of 40 year old as like someone <laughs> who's true. married with kids. So there's <laughs> diff- a lot of different ways to be 40. Kenny <laughs> chooses to be mostly, um, you know, unclothed, though. Yeah, the speedo. manager of a boy band, manager uh, of a boy band. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And like, and, you know, showing off his body, which is, which is great, but it's sort of like, it's not the same as like, I don't know what I imagine Ben Higgins will be like at 40. Right, you know? right, right. So. And if you're Mari, like, and Kenny does want to like reconcile, do you? I don't know that I could if he like... I, w- I could not. I was like, if you if you could be into Demi, you can't be into me. Right. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Demi also like just... She turned, she turned like she pulled a 180. She really was like being Mari's friend, like being very, you know, like like, giving her counsel and speaking normally. And then for the rest of the episode, she's like speaking in this like temptress villain voice. And I, it was so bizarre. I, it made me like hate her even more. I thought it was like very cold and just like clearly only for television, but I thought it was really mean. And I feel like that is her whole. That's actually her downfall to me this season is that it's so obvious that everything she's doing is to get more screen time and to play the villain and to do this and to do that. And it's like people she's freaking stirring a pot in the opening. People don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to see more mature humans like produce drama in a natural way other than just to try to be the center of attention at all times. And I'm just like, who would be into that? What guy would be into that? I know. It's, that's another like red flag for Kenny. It's just like, not only did you pull that, but like you, it, it worked on you. I mean, I yeah. guess he was just maybe willing to hook up with anyone at that point. And yeah. sure, Demi's attractive, I guess. But the cake move, I mean, Mari throwing the cake into the fire. <laughs> I, w- I would have been like, what the fuck? I wanted some of that cake. I, I would have been re- really pissed. Riley's reaction when he yeah. was like, damn. <laughs> Damn! Like, yes, we want the cake. <laughs> I know they're probably like so sick of the food they're eating and they're like, yes, a cake, something different. And then she ruins it. <laughs> that was elite, though. I loved it. I mean, that's like the only good part of Demi. She elicits that kind of reaction from people. And that but that was like aggressive. I didn't know Mari had it in her, but I, I liked Mari from her entrance. And I also just thought like she's so pretty. I couldn't believe she was voted out so early on Matt season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like glad we're getting more of her. And she, she's a great character. I know. I know. And I, I have a feeling that they're just not done, even though Kenny said that And ew, when he said that in front of everybody, like also he did say that the one person he wanted to sleep with was her. So like, what yes. is he, what's he doing? I guess he's just really hurt. Yeah. 
it just reads defense mechanisms like yeah. all over. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like they're definitely not done. There's going to be more drama between the two of them. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do end up back together. And I actually haven't read spoilers. So I just, I just feel like it's not done. Well, he wants to sleep with her. I don't think that that feeling like left his body when she threw the cake in the fire. So right. <laughs> there's so, there's something left there, at least on his side. And she clearly is very upset. So there's something left on her side too. So I agree. It's like probably not over, but it should be because he yes. really disrespected her. And, she, and also she disrespected him. She, her being like, is it okay if like people give me attention plus I'm throwing your cake in the fire? I think what he did was worse, <laughs> but she's not like, she didn't do nothing wrong. Right. Oh no, absolutely. She, like Demi said, she wanted her cake. She wanted to eat it too. And then she threw Demi's in the fire. That's like the perfect way to put it. <laughs> when I, when I saw, when we watched Tasha and Claire season, I never would have guessed that Kenny would be the center of this drama. Like I never would have guessed we'd be spending so much time on Kenny, but maybe that's why I'm not a reality TV producer. And like someone there knew <laughs> they're like, we need Kenny for this very reason. <laughs> absolutely. It definitely seems like a hornier paradise than usual. Like everyone was locked up for it. a year and a half. I know. It's I know. Like they're they just like so no happy. I <laughs> 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 you know. They're just they're just going for it. It does it does reflect, I feel like, what happened on the outside of Paradise 2, where I feel like June, everyone's like, we're in the clear, we're good to go, we're vaccinated, let's get after it. Yeah. And that's what they're that's what's happening on the show as well. You know, I'm happy for all these people. They got this time <laughs> together. <laughs> it's oh, pretty, it's pretty great. I mean, it's just been a really good season so far. I, I think that's like one benefit of the pandemic is everyone has this pent up sexual energy and like social energy. And it's, we're seeing it play out on television right now. I do that, love that. And we just had such a wide variety of people to choose from. I mean, they've said like, it's the most people of all time, just because there's been multiple seasons that haven't been able to go. And I've actually enjoyed it more I don't want to say more so because I did miss it last year when it wasn't around, but I just, the dynamic is different because they did take that year off. Yeah, absolutely. Also, um, it's interesting. There's so many people that had time to talk to each other, but then a, a bunch of guys who no one knows because they haven't seen them on TV yet. So there's like, there's a lot of different wrinkles at play and it's, it is very fun. I, and I, there's like so many more people to come still. I can't wait. Oh my it's gosh. I, I'm waiting on Kendall. That's going to be. I think that's wild. tomorrow. I think it's oh tomorrow. My gosh. It's right? going to be so wild. Yeah. I, they did put it in the preview. So let's hope that it actually is in the episode and isn't like at the end of the episode. Right. Um, but that's the true test. I mean, if, if Joe can like look at his ex of years in the face and like really walk away from her and end up with Serena, I feel like they would be in it for the long haul. One thing I did like about Joe and then they finally had the date, which was like that weird sumo wrestling date. I was sort of like, are they showing this out of order? Something about that editing seemed weird to me. I thought the same thing. I remember I rewinded it because I was like, wait a second. Did I miss something? Did I like black out for 10 minutes and miss that part of the episode? It was very strange. Yeah, it was really weird how that played out. But I did like that. He was sort of like, let's get down to brass tacks. Like, where do you want to live? Like, he's like, I'm not trying to marry you, but like, let's just talk about it now. I thought that was like, that was, you know, kind of a, a mature thing to do, but she's from Toronto. He's from Chicago. That's like the same region of the continent. So yeah. I could see that working for them. Although she's much younger. She's 23. Yeah. She, when she's he's like, you're not like any of the guys I've dated. It's like, yeah, we know you had one relationship. So he's not like <laughs> the one guy. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like she is mature though. Yeah. She so is. I'm, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt with the 13 year age difference. 
it's not really the age difference to me. It's just more like the life experience. But you know, That's you're right. True. She, she does. She does seem mature. I also in my notes this week I wrote that something like she was like the mayor of paradise. Like it's like is. everyone likes her. She's friends with everyone. She's got all the scoop. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Let's talk about Michael A from Katie season. You interviewed him last week. Um, I did, for, your, yes. for your day job, correct? Yes. Yes. What was he like? Oh my gosh. I mean, you would think that I'm lying if I said he's better and nicer than you see on TV, but he is better and nicer than you see on TV, which is like, you you can't even fathom that. Right. But, uh, so we did, uh, three segments with him. It took about a half an hour. He stayed for an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and just talked to us. Any question that we had, he answered, you know, we laughed. That's one thing that I think we didn't get to see that side of Michael is his humor you know, everything that we saw from him was actually pretty like sad and serious, yeah, serious. but he, he has a really great sense of humor and we just laughed for an hour and a half. Does he want to be the bachelor? You know, he did say on our interview that it's just a different type of process for him because he has, uh, you know, in-laws that he still loves, you know, obviously that, that bond will never be broken. So he yeah. has, he has in-laws, he has a kid. He does not want to leave Akron, Ohio. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, h- how are you going to go on the show, be the lead where all these girls want to be in LA and New York and whatever. He's like, how many of them are actually going to want to live in Akron, Ohio? He's like, right. I don't, I don't know. So, you know, he, he obviously didn't say one way or another, if he was or would, or would want to, but he did say that he has a lot more to think about than the average contestant. Maybe they should do a regional season. And it's just like, you, you have to be from like a certain radius of Akron to be on the show and like upfront have to agree to living there. I mean, when we did it on the show, people were flooding our DMs, our Facebook messages. Like there are so many people here in Cleveland because that's where I'm from too that love Michael A. It's kind of like Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. (laughs) He's kind of like, he's like Sam Baldwin on on local radio, people flooding the station. I mean, it's very similar. (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh my goodness. Well, (laughs) I mean, let's see what happens with him. So Joe and Andrew are my top picks for Bachelor. I would like Michael though. That sounds kind of good. Yeah, Michael definitely is my is my first pick. I would say Andrew would be my second. Joe, if he ends up single, would be my third. Although there's tons of like blasts from the past. I've seen some people saying Peter Krause, which hmm. I didn't really love. But it won't be know. Peter. I can, I can tell you it won't be Peter. Okay, well that's that's good to know. <laughs> there's issues yeah, with him. I just know that the, the first time around, I believe there were issues with him. So it won't be. Oh, him. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I selfishly would really want Ben Smith from Tasha's season because I loved mm. him, but I just know that he's, he's like Morgan, so far removed. We do not have the same taste in bachelor guys. And I'm pleased to tell you, we'll never, we'll never fight over anyone. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I don't, I don't. Uh, you didn't find him to be super creepy. I loved him. Oh my gosh. Wow. 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 Okay. <laughs> Isn't it funny how different people react? Yes. Yes, it really is. I found him insufferable. I, I, I found his, obviously his, you know, he opened up a lot about like his like eating disorder and stuff. I thought that was pretty touching and moving and, and brave. 
But I found him to be a bad hang, which is just see. A, a I, I found him to be like very like sensitive and like you know kind of shy. But I also could see where he would be funny. And I guess I like those types of guys, like the guys mm-hmm. that aren't really afraid to show more of their emotion, even though he did struggle with that too. Yeah, I don't know a little bit. I just think he's, he's hot. Let's just be real. <laughs> okay, okay. I like his relationship with Antonia, though. I found it really strange. Do you watch Top Chef? No, I do not. Oh my God. It's a great, great, great show. Top Chef and Survivor, I would say, are like top shelf reality shows. I love Survivor. Survivor actually was my first love, first reality love. Are you watching The Challenge? I am not, but I do know that there are some previous contestants on it. Michelle, Michaela, Tommy. I love Michelle. She's crushing. Everyone's scared of her. She's really good on The Challenge. (laughs) She's like... They're like, oh, she's a threat. She is. She's she's really good. And then Tommy went home last week because he got a concussion, but he was very charming. I actually, I took a, a small survivor break at one point. I didn't watch his season, but I'm I'm back. His I'm back season in. was rough. Oh my gosh. That was probably the worst season. So if, if you were going to skip one, that would be the one to do it. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, I'll be back tomorrow night with Callie talking about the second episode For more reality TV, check out the Ringer Reality TV podcast. For more Morgan, follow her on TikTok at Morgan P Talks and on Instagram, same handle. Thank you to Kai McMullen for producing this episode. And thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.